In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. The Gospel today is the Emmaus Road. And in that time, it seemed that the Emmaus Road was a long way to home. Whatever the walkers, the travelers, the men were doing in Jerusalem, obviously with the disciples, the seven miles home that morning was made extra hard by the crushing weight of worry, of sorrow, of lost hope. It was going to be a long walk home, the longest seven miles of their lives. I twisted my right ankle recently, and it makes walking just a little bit more painful. I think the sadness the two people walking on the road to Emmaus carried might have made their steps more difficult, like walking with a twisted ankle, making the road back home seem that much farther, even if it was familiar. You may have heard of the Irish saying or blessing, may those who know us love us, and if they don't, may God turn their hearts. And if God doesn't turn their hearts, may God twist their ankles so that we may know them by their limping. After what the authorities and people did to Jesus, crucifying him so brutally, it must have seemed to folks from Emmaus as if the whole world was walking differently because their hearts had not been turned towards love. But Jesus met them as they walked. Even if they did not recognize him, he drew close as the gospel says. And even if they did not recognize him, they did not reject his company. They allowed this other person on their same journey to accompany them and even to teach them. And they shared what they knew. First, the two men were very surprised by what seemed like their new friend's ignorance of the news everyone was talking about. Have you not heard about Jesus of Nazareth and how they crucified him? Have you not heard? It would have been a little like someone saying today that they didn't know what we were all dealing with right now. As if someone had to explain to a stranger about the stay at home and the coronavirus. Have you not heard of the coronavirus? That would be kind of shocking. That was what it was like for these two men to run into someone who seemed to not know what had happened to Jesus of Nazareth. It was kind of shocking. 
But it was also kind of shocking that they did not recognize Jesus. They did not recognize Christ, who, ever the good rabbi, ever the wise teacher, did rebuke them before he taught them, but he didn't say, are you idiots? He was a little nicer than that. When they told him what had happened, he reminded them along the way of the story of redemption. Did you not know that the Messiah was to suffer, he said. Redemption had never, ever been an easy road. One thing that worries me in this story is how so close to all the events, so close to Christ, they didn't recognize him. And it worries me because it makes me question myself. It prompts me to ask, am I recognizing Christ in my daily life? Am I recognizing him as he draws near? Do I recognize him? And will I listen even if I'm not sure? Will I listen as he speaks a word of salvation and redemption? Of course, I want to say that the answer is yes. And instead of worry, it should prompt me to be ever more vigilant to the work of resurrection all around us and for us. Those travelers on the road to Emmaus could not see in part because they didn't expect to see. After all, a most horrible thing had happened to a person that they believed, that they knew had great power, great love, great healing power, great prophecy. A horrible thing had happened to a person who was said to be the Messiah. And so their expectations were very low for the world. If such a thing could happen to Jesus, what hope was there? And yet, and yet were not their hearts burning within them as he spoke. When John Wesley had his conversion, he said that his heart was strangely warmed. And this isn't about necessarily sweet, sentimental feelings. This is about knowing that you are on the walk, the way, with the divine. That what you are doing and hearing and being urged to proclaim and witness to is part of God's divine plan for mercy, justice, love, and God's kingdom. So are, is your heart being lit by your commitment? Is your heart burning within you? Is your heart shining so that others wonder what the source is? The source of your steadfastness, the source of your compassion, the source of your perseverance.
Madeline Langle wrote, we do not draw people to Christ by loudly discrediting what they believe or by telling them how wrong they are and how right we are, but by showing them a light that is so lovely that they want with all their hearts to know the source of it. As we walk, will the commitments of the center of our being, our hearts, align with the light and love of Christ. And there's many ways that's not happening in the world. But as a risen one walked with those disappointed men on the road to Emmaus, their hearts were relit. And they knew again that the journey was one that would take them to know Christ as they fed and welcomed and were hospitable to strangers, as they did not just think about their own self-needs, but understood that this world was created for the glory of God and for all people. This road to Emmaus suggests that salvation, in part, is the ability to recognize Christ in our midst. And I encourage you this week to ask, what does that mean to you? I was so encouraged this past week on the 50th anniversary of Earth Day to watch these young people so articulately and passionately talk about their care of the earth and what they would do to positively impact the future. Their intelligence and passion and commitment warmed my heart and made me want to support them and also gave me some hope. Christ meets us on our journey, in our homes, and we need to remember that, especially as we have more time to spend in our homes, as we stay home as much as possible so that others may not get sick or we may not spread the virus that we may not know still that we have. This is very important to me, and in this gospel, it's very important. When Jesus and his new friends broke bread in their home, when they shared their food with Jesus, that's when they recognized him. And the same language, the same verbs, the same words used to describe that scene in our gospel were also used to describe the feeding of the 5,000. So it is in sharing with others, and it's not necessarily a Eucharistic reference. It's about God's providing abundance when we share when we care for others and know that the meaning of life is not only providing for ourselves, 
but taking into consideration the needs of others and the world. Christ was revealed fully to those men from Emmaus when they shared with a stranger, when they broke bread with an outsider, when they showed hospitality. And this is the point, that they recognized Christ in the sharing and showing of hospitality to a stranger. And even in times of great pain, because they were still in great pain, because they still didn't recognize him until that moment of breaking of the bread. Even in times of great pain, we are called to share and be conscious and sacrifice for others. So, just one more point as I draw the sermon to a close. I listened to a podcast called, sort of ironically, The Hilarious World of Depression, because I work with and in my family there are so many who struggle with anxiety and depression, and now more so than ever. And this podcast, The Hilarious World of Depression, interviews people many successful, some unknown, and successful in their own way, even though they're not known, and how they live with depression. And one of the people most recently interviewed was a woman who was also in the recovery program, and she, in, for, for alcoholism. And she offered is how the 12 steps have a lot to offer all of us, whether we're um, struggling with an addiction or not, whether we're struggling with depression and anxiety or not. But all of us are struggling in some way these days. And so their take of one day at a time, their teaching of getting through and living most fully one day at a time is a teaching that we are able to take into our homes and into our prayers and into the way that we live into this new reality. So my friends, listen to wisdom provided by people that you have met, that know their history. Like the roads, the folks on the road to Emmaus knew that the stranger Jesus knew what he was talking about. Look for inspiration when you are hopeless in the hope and commitment of others. Take the wisdom of spiritual movements that can help you get through this day, these times, one day at a time. And remember that Christ is known and recognized in the sharing and the breaking of the bread. It is a long road to where we are going, but Jesus has drawn near to us. 
Christ is with us. Amen. Alleluia.